If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. This is the WOKV Spotlight on 104.5 WOKV. You can't separate the team from the fan experience. And having a new stadium not only will allow us to attract major events other than NFL football, put us in line to be a legitimate competitor for the NFL draft. All right, that's Jaguars President Mark Lamping as he was uh, talking to Action Sports Jackson, multiple other outlets uh, just moments after the stadium renovation was unveiled. And he's with us now for a deeper dive into where things go from here. And I guess, Mark, as we talk about the, the first step, you've got a real busy next 14 days starting on Monday with these community huddle-ups. What's your goal in these conversations? Well, we unveiled what we think is a uh, exciting starting point yesterday. It uh, was a result of an expensive, uh, exhaustive, and somewhat expensive three-year process that led us to, to yesterday. And, you know, now uh, we have a plan, and uh, we want that plan to, to endure the, the scrutiny of our fans and the public, and we're starting that on Monday. And I'm sure as we get through this uh, public review process, we'll have an even better plan. Are all of these huddle-ups open to any member of the community, or do you have to, like, live in the neighborhood or live in that part of town? No, they are free and open to the public. Uh, we're holding them at a variety of different locations. I think we have one scheduled in every city council district. So uh, plenty of options, uh, 14 uh, events scheduled over a 10-day period. Uh, I'll be in attendance at all 14. and. Um, you know, look forward to the interaction and uh, learning from the public and uh, adjusting our plans as, uh, as appropriate. And that's going to be part of the, the effort that everyone has been talking about, the transparency. Is this going to be all, or will this just be a starting point in the transparency to the community? And then when and how quickly do you engage the new administration and the new city council once they're all sworn in after July 1st? Well, we're talking about a community asset here, and, uh, you know, it's a, a facility that will be owned by the city of Jacksonville obviously will benefit from significant private investment to help uh, make it happen. Uh, you know, the goal is to use this as um, uh, a catalyst to, to join many, many others who care about downtown Jacksonville and uh, the end result hopefully be a downtown that can become an economic engine to generate resources to invest throughout the community, particularly in those underserved uh, neighborhoods that have, uh, uh, suffered for far too long. Yeah, and in that case, you know, we heard, and actually as part of that video presentation, it was pretty impressive, the four-plus-minute video about the East Side community. As you're also looking to make investments beyond the stadium and some of the other buildings, how vital are those buildings to the overall new lease agreement, the overall stadium deal? You know, I think it's important, again, going back to the goal of having a vibrant economic engine downtown. I think we've seen how effective uh, development that has come from the Brooklyn neighborhood is now beginning to move pretty aggressively uh, towards the east through La Villa to the benefit of all. Uh, our goal is to create a similar type development hub to the east of downtown and have that development uh, begin to spill towards the west. And, you know, at the end of that, um, you know, have the type of downtown that, you know, many, many cities of our size, larger, smaller uh, benefit from. And as I said a moment ago, to, to have a downtown that 
can be a real economic engine for this community uh, for the benefit of, of all, uh, all citizens. Visiting with Jaguars President Mark Lamping after the uh, stadium renovation plan was finally unveiled yesterday. How impactful is the proposed University of Florida Graduate School at the fairgrounds to this overall investment? Well, I think it's really impactful to downtown Jacksonville, whether it's uh, whether the University of Florida uh, chooses the fairground sites or, or other sites. I, I, I really hope uh, that they choose the fairground sites. Uh, you mentioned it a second ago. What that would do to the out east neighborhood and to neighborhoods beyond that uh, would be generational in terms of its impact. And you know those types of communities that are that are very historic communities where uh, people are working really hard to try to uh, bring about change in those neighborhoods. To have something like this happen that could benefit that community and others in that area, I think, would uh, be something you, we would look back over generations and say. That was a huge turning point. It may have been the most important turning point as it relates to uh, that part of downtown. As you prepare for what will be uh, likely months of negotiations with council and with the community as well, what lessons did you and, and have the Jaguars' leadership learn from the Lot J situation that ultimately will make this result different than that? Well, let's, let's, let's take a step. I think uh, there, there were valuable lessons learned. Um, you know, at that point, Lot J was... City Council vote was 12 votes for, seven of votes against. You know, a, a majority voted for it. Unfortunately, it required a supermajority. You know, we took learnings from that, applied it to the shipyards and Miller Electric Center a program, uh, which received unanimous approval at every single vote that occurred. And we are uh, applying that same game plan to, to this project. So, um, you know, there is, uh, you know, there, there's a lot to be learned in every experience. We learned a lot from Lachey. We applied it to the shipyards and Miller Electric Center, and we're going to follow that same game plan with the stadium for the future. At this point, and so much will change, I'm sure, or at least evolve, uh, does the team have a preferred location for playing during construction? You know, we would love to face that issue because that means that we've solved the stadium. Okay? So, you know, we don't want to get the cart in front of the horse. Um, you know, but if we do get a deal on a stadium and we have to figure out uh, what we're going to do during the renovation, uh, there's two ways to do it. You can do a continuous renovation that would require the team to play someplace else for a couple of years, or you could spread the renovation over four years, which would not require the team to move any games out of Jacksonville. If we choose that, that second path, that four-year path, it comes at a significant cost, um, upwards of $190 million to continue to play the games um, while the stadium is under renovation. You know, our belief is let's let's do this in the most efficient, the least disruptive, and the least expensive way. And if you choose those as the important considerations, what we would do is we would start the start the renovations and complete them in two years, and we would move the games uh, someplace out of TIA Bank uh, Field for two years. Do you think that that four-year additional cost may ultimately be a, a big bargaining? Um... I hate to use the phrase bargaining chip because it's so overplayed, but is that an advantage to your two-year time frame that you would, it would seem maybe prefer? Well, economically it would be, but, you know, again, this dialogue is just beginning. You know, where, you know how the renovation is going to happen is, is one of literally hundreds of items that uh, we look forward to having a very uh, open, fair discussion uh, with the city and, and with the community. Um, you know, this is a 
this is a major project. You know, it's, it's, it, it will likely end up being the, the largest private public partnership in the history of Jacksonville. Um, and, uh, you know, we think it's, we think it's our time. I mean, Jacksonville is, is on fire. Um, the Jaguars are ascending. Um, you know, we know that we have to face the stadium issue. We started talking about it back in 2016 and, uh, you know, the Jaguars are going to do everything that we can do, uh, to help make sure that this opportunity doesn't pass us by. Uh, just a couple more minutes with Jaguars President Mark Lamping on the community conversations that will begin Monday. And, again, we have the full list, times, locations at WOKV.com. I heard a lot of people making comparisons yesterday to SoFi Stadium. Is that a fair and unfair comparison? Well, it's, it's, it's somewhat fair in that uh, it is a facility that has a fixed roof. It's a transparent roof, uh, but it's not climate controlled. So it's, a, it's an open-air facility that has a covered roof. That is the biggest Similarity so far was the first of the uh, stadiums to, to do that. And uh, in our particular climate, uh, particularly with the, the prevailing winds, uh, we think that's a great model that could be applied here in, in Jacksonville. It provides uh, protection first and foremost from the sun. It'll be much cooler inside the stadium. It uh, gives our fans protection to, from the rain. will allow our fans to shelter in place during severe weather conditions. And, and most importantly, it'll give us certainty in terms of uh, what's happening inside the stadium, which uh, will put the, uh, this new stadium in a position to attract uh, uh, many more uh, major non-NFL events. Yeah, well, you think of concerts. I heard Brent and friends talking yesterday, you know, like uh, the future Taylor Swift shows, for example, might be huge. And, and in the presentation, you all mentioned the NFL draft. I played that in that soundbite from you. I note that you didn't mention the Super Bowl. Would you want to attract the Super Bowl to this, or is the draft a bigger deal ultimately as a, uh, a catalyst for economic development? Well, I, I don't think there's any event bigger than the Super Bowl. Um, you know, we'll have, a, we'll have a stadium that's Super Bowl ready, unfortunately, right now. It even goes back to the last time that the Super Bowl was in Jacksonville. Um, we simply don't have the hotel rooms and the infrastructure to be able to support a Super Bowl. Hopefully that will change over time. But, you know, not getting a Super Bowl will not have anything to do with the stadium. The stadium will be Super Bowl ready. We just need to get to the point where we have the hotel rooms and, and the other amenities to be able to attract, uh, you know, a worldwide event like the Super Bowl. I'd imagine uh, somewhere you're doing almost like a political debate prep uh, where you, you've got questions coming at you. You're preparing for uh, just about every scenario. What's what's maybe the one question that uh, you're you're fully prepared to get that maybe you're most uneasy answering going forward? You know, that's that's that, that's really a hard question. Um, you know, I've, I've been I've been blessed to, to, to live here in Jacksonville over 10 years and you know, we've had some great successes and we've had some things that uh, have not gone our way. And, uh, you know, the one lesson that, uh, you know, I think we've learned and, and we applied it very successfully with our, the project that's currently underway, and that is, uh, you know, be as transparent as we possibly can be. I invite the public to, to comment, um, be open. And, uh, you know, I'm confident that, uh, you know, if we continue to take that approach, which we have in the past, uh, we will get the, uh, the result that we deserve you know, whatever that may be. Jaguars President Mark Lamping and those conversations, the huddle-ups around Jacksonville begin on Monday. You can find the full list at WOKV.com, and no doubt we're going to be talking a lot over the coming months ahead. Mark Lamping with the Jaguars. Appreciate it. 
If your restaurant has slow bathroom drains and grease blockages, call Superior Plumbing and Pipelining. Superior Plumbing and Pipelining's high-pressure sewer jetting and camera inspection of the drains will assure your peace of mind at your restaurant. Request a free estimate at superiorplumbingjacks.com. 